Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Have you ever had someone say something to you like, you are such a dreamer, like you think with your heart, I am practical and these are all the reasons why this is not going to work for you. And then they list off all of the practical reasons, which kind of makes sense if you're thinking about it in a certain way, whatever it is. But in my mind, I feel like the practical mindset is really impractical because why won't it work? Why can't, even if it's a path that's taking you down a road and the practical way to think about it makes total sense, but why can't, why, what is, what are the chances that like, what is the possibility that something won't happen that could totally transform the trajectory, the trajectory of where you're headed? Like, how is that not possible? I feel like there's infinite possibilities, no matter what you're doing, no matter how practical or, or impractical it is. I feel like there's so many things that could happen. And And I really believe that you have the power to create whatever sort of life you want, whatever you want to have in your life, whether it's a new job or you want to lose 10 pounds and just whatever it is, it's so easy to sometimes allow our environment and our circumstances and even the opinions of others sort of get in our heads and kind of cloud where we, where we think we're going. And I think that a lot of the time, myself included, it can be so easy to, when we don't know what to do, or we don't know where we're headed and it's all of that uncertainty, it's so easy to sort of look for outside influences that will help us make a decision or help us justify a certain thing that we're doing whether you know we believe we can or we can't it just helps us think like yes this is this is the right thing to do or no I don't think I can do this just based on what other people are doing but I think it's so important and I've kind of learned this over the last six months how important it is to just take a minute and just look inwards and really follow your intuition and Some people might say it's woo-woo, but I really believe that we all have that inner guidance, whether it doesn't matter if you believe in God or spirit or whatever it is, whatever, whatever you believe in, maybe you don't believe in anything, but I do believe that we all have this inner guidance. And when we just take a minute to listen to it, we know where we're, we know what the right answer is for us and that's something that no one can tell us and it sometimes takes a little bit of practice but we can be so consumed by the fear of not knowing where we're going or the fear of failing there's just so much fear and it's important to really really just take a minute to look inwards and surrender to the feeling and just let it go and just 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 take a second to figure out on our own like what is the what is the best 
thing for me because there, people will tell you everything, whatever's worked for them or what they think, but what is right for you? Only you know that. And when it comes to success, it doesn't matter how many times you fail. Success really means that no matter what you're doing, you never give up. So that's something that I was thinking about all morning. I'm like, I've got to share that with you because it, it it's just something I truly believe. And I believe that we're all capable of doing anything that we want. And it really comes down to like, how bad do you actually want it? And just really allowing ourselves to let go of that fear, you know? Um, God, I can, there's been so many times this past year where I've literally stepped into new situations that have made me so afraid to move forward, but I've sort of put myself in these positions where I literally, like, I don't have a plan B. And so my only choice is to move forward, but I'm also the kind of person that I will beat myself up if I set out on a goal or if I have something in mind that I want to do, and then I don't do it because I'm afraid I will beat myself up about that. So I always just do it. And sometimes it's messy, but that's how we learn and that's how we grow, right? And if we have the the right team behind us or we just trust that, you know, because I really do feel that no matter what you are taking care of, the universe has your back. So it's all going to work out for you. And so anyways, I feel like I'm going off on a tangent now, so I'm just going to stop, but I really believe that. So don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up for going for what you want, because no matter what you are going to get there. And if for some crazy reason, it doesn't work out, that's just not the direction you were meant to go. And something better is going to come from it like way better, something that you you can't even imagine. (laughs) So I just want to say that. And uh, in other news, so yesterday I decided I wanted to go to the beach. So I had a call with one of my amazing clients. I just love her so much, but we were, it was at 2 p.m. my time. So I, it was kind of like right in the middle of the afternoon, but I was all ready to go to the beach after. So I got off my call and I walk to the beach. It's about 45 minutes from my house and I have a bit of a sunburn today, but it's all good. I get down to the beach and I'm walking. So in California, there's, if you've ever been, the beaches are, it's like big, long sand, lots of sand. And there's a boardwalk. I think it doesn't matter like what town you're in. I live in Santa Monica. So the boardwalk goes, um, like up the beach and I was walking up the beach and I looked to my left and I saw this guy walking. He was with his girlfriend, but he was wearing a Dexcom. And <laughs> like, I did a double take because I'm, I'm just like, oh my gosh. And then I, I feel like I was staring at him and he, he didn't look, which is probably a good thing because I, I was really staring at him because I was trying to tell if I recognized him. I'm like, oh, do I know him? Are we friends? Friends meaning, do are we friends on Instagram? Because I I feel like that's where all my friends are. All of my T1D friends, well, a lot of them are all on Instagram. And so I was like, oh, he looks kind of familiar, but do I know him? And then I'm like, and then I, and I didn't say hi because we were across um, the boardwalk and there was like bicycle people bicycling in between us and he was walking with his girlfriend and I just it would I think it 
well, this is all in my mind. It probably wouldn't have been weird, but I'm like, if I had like missioned it across the bike path to show him my Dexcom and be like, we're twins. <laughs> I just, I, I didn't do that, but I thought it was cool. And I don't know if I knew him or not, even though he looked familiar, but yeah. I thought it was cool. And then it got me thinking too, because I remember when I first, it was like right before I got a Dexcom a couple years ago. And one of my biggest fears was wearing something and being different because one of my biggest fears my entire life growing up was being different and making my disease noticeable and yeah, basically just making my invisible illness visible because I never wanted people to look at me differently or think that I'm sick. And so I always hit it. But when I, that was one of my fears getting at Dexcom was just being different and like, where am I going to wear it? And where am I going to hide it? And I didn't know anyone. This was even a couple of years ago. So really was not that long ago, but I wasn't as immersed in the community, in the T1D community online as I am right now. So if you guys are ever feeling this way, or you know, someone who is, come on Instagram. I think it's probably good on any social media platform, but Instagram is where I've found such a strong community. And you guys, you are like my fam, like, and my Dexcom is just buzzing if you heard that, but you guys are my fam. And I, I really, I really think everyone should pop on and say hello and just check out the community on Instagram if you haven't because it's such a strong community and it's one of the reasons that made me feel feel confident and really made me fully accept my disease and and so now it's like I don't have a problem wearing my Dexcom and I feel I don't feel alone and it's just you guys have helped so much so <laughs> I for I want to say thank you and also if you haven't checked out the community do check it out and you like you could even search hashtags and it will bring up a bunch of people like if you if you searched hashtag type 1 diabetes or Dexcom or whatever it'll bring up all of these people in the community and then you can kind of just say hi I feel like we're all kind of the same in the sense that you know if another type 1 reaches out to us we're actually super excited because it's just like another family member reaching out it's not weird or anything so I would really recommend that. And it also just made me think too, because now that I feel like I've been noticing a lot more people wearing Dexcoms and wearing their CGMs and it's before when I first got it, I remember seeing someone at the gym and like running up to them being like, oh my God, are you type one diabetic? And they were kind of like, uh, just like taken off guard. And then I felt kind of silly. I'm like, oh wow, I, I get so excited when I see another type one in public. And I, it, part of the reason is because it, it just was such a rare thing, but I feel like now, and I, I still get super excited. I'm sure you do too, but I see more people wearing a Dexcom or usually it's a Dexcom and it's, it's fun because it's not as rare anymore. And it, it's just kind of like, oh, hey, like you're one of me. So I just wanted to share that. So a couple things before we dive into today, into today's episode. The first thing is that this episode is brought to you by my free online masterclass, the three key steps to losing fat with type one diabetes. And I'm super excited to share this masterclass with you because these three key things are 
the three things that help me finally lose fat with type 1 diabetes. And so if you're struggling right now or you've been thinking about losing weight, we're already almost in September and the year is like really just almost over. I can't even believe it. But if you've been thinking about losing weight this year or you're struggling or whatever, check out my masterclass and it's going it's there's two dates right now so you can pick from the time. Just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash masterclass. Pick whichever time works best for you. And then the class is live. So that's why it's not like you can't pick more than a couple times right now because I will be there live with you. It's all on um, it's it's on it's online. So it's an online class. There's Once you sign up, you'll get a link to join the class for the time that you choose. And then I'll meet you there live. It's um, not in person, but I will be there and talking to you through your your inner whatever device you are listening to it on I will be there through your laptop or your phone and we're going to be talking about like tips for the best diet to lose weight with type 1 diabetes and tips for exercising with type 1 diabetes and fat loss and just some key things that really helped me and so my goal is that hopefully they will help you as well so I can't wait to see you there and again the link to sign up and save your seat is diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash masterclass. And the second thing is there's a new Facebook group. So if you're active on Facebook, it's called More Than Just a Type. And so this brand new new Facebook community, it's a secret Facebook community, and I've created it so we can all come together and share and inspire and connect and just share what we're all up to because we are all so much more than just a type and just I want to be able to create a place where we can all support each other and just share and connect and so there's a few members in there so far and and my goal is to just build the community together so if you're active on Facebook I, I would love for you to join the Facebook group and chat over on there and just hang out. It's more than just a type if you search that in Facebook. So today we are going to be talking about how I lost 20 pounds and kept it off. And so this is kind of a behind the scenes view of all of the things that I did to successfully lose weight and keep it off. And it'll be, I'm going to give you some key steps right now. So wherever you're at on your fat loss journey, or if you know someone who's wanted to lose weight or you want to lose weight, these steps are going to be super helpful to you. And so I'm going to share them in a way that you, I know that we're, we're all so different and our bodies are so different, but I'm going to share these steps that helped me in a way that you can take them and how you can, and what you can do in order to do the same. So I know that we're talking about my body in this episode, but it's going to be cool for you to see it behind the scenes of how I did it and then how you can apply these steps to your own life and your own body so that you can hopefully achieve the exact same result and get started and lose fat and keep it off successfully. 
Okay, so the first number one thing is I stopped restricting food and I started tracking macros. So if you guys don't know what macros are, macros are the amount of protein, fats, and carbs that your body needs every single day in order to achieve your fat loss goal. And macro meaning they are needed in large amounts. And we all require a different amount of macros every single day in order to achieve our fat loss goal. That's why when someone asks me, I get asked this a lot is what should my macros be? And I used to try to, I used to literally stress about this when I was first setting my macros because I never wanted to get them wrong because I was trying to lose weight. And I was like, oh my God, like what if I set them too high or too low or whatever? But it's such an individualized thing that it's too hard to dish out exactly how many macros you need without knowing some key things. That's why inside of my fat loss course, you learn step by step how to calculate your own macros. Um, But I will just say that for the longest time, I... This was before I knew about macros and calories and all of your macros add up to a certain amount of calories. So when you are eating, when you calculate your macros and you're eating the right amount of macros for your body, you're automatically going to be hitting the amount of calories that your body needs every single day. So instead of trying to follow a diet plan or restricting foods, you're essentially eating whatever you want, but you're just focusing on hitting your macros and that way you're going to hit your calories and you're going to lose fat. So for the longest time, I was restricting food because I thought that that was going to help me lose weight. And so I was trying not to eat things like bread or pasta or anything that was super carby. I was trying to restrict fats from my diet. I was eating really restrictively. And so as soon as I stopped restricting, restricting food and I started counting my macros instead and focusing more on the amount of calories that I was consuming, that's when I started losing weight. That made a huge difference and nutrition is going to really be one of the most important things to your overall success. So that was number one for me and I really, really encourage you to dive into macros and just and just focus more on the amount of calories that you're consuming rather than the your actual diet and restricting certain foods from your diet because you don't need a new you don't need to do that to achieve your goals you just need to be mindful of your calories and counting macros is a super easy way to do that and the second thing is I stopped hitting the gym without having a plan and I started following a proper strength training routine. So this one was huge for me because back in the day I didn't know that I was supposed to have a set plan meaning have certain exercises and certain rep ranges and I didn't know that there was this all of these things that were going to help me I just thought that going to the gym and working out and lifting a few weights and doing some cardio like I thought that was going to help me so I didn't know at all and so I would go to the gym and my workout this is basically what my workout would look like I would go to the gym and I would do some squats and then I think I would do like some dumbbell curls and I would I didn't I never did barbell squats I just did squats like with the weight and like holding a dumbbell And then I would do some lat pull downs and then I would do some like back flies and some chest flies and just some random things using the machines. And then I would go downstairs because my gym at the time, it was one, it was a box gym. I used to go to LA fitness and I, then I would do like 45 to an hour. Sometimes it was only 30 minutes, but I would always do a bunch of cardio. And that's when I was like, yeah, I got a good workout. So that is not 
that is not the key to success at all. And I didn't know that. So what what really helped me lose weight, it was just really having a plan. So having key exercises that I was doing and making sure that I was hitting each muscle group at least two times per week. And I was focusing on um, the, my, the rep ranges that I was doing and I was making sure that I was progressing every single time I was working out. And this meant that I was logging my workouts. So I was tracking them in a logbook or I had a spreadsheet on my phone. So what, however I was doing it, I did it both ways, but you really want to make sure that you're logging everything so that you know exactly what you're doing on what day. And that way you, you have a plan every single time you, you hit the gym because that's what's going to make you get stronger and build more muscle. And the more muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn at rest, the better your blood sugars are going to be. And so for years and years, I did not know that. And so no wonder I couldn't lose weight for so long. Like even when my diet was super restrictive, and or like my diet wasn't great all the time. I thought it was, but I was still probably consuming way too many calories because I wasn't tracking my macros. And even when I was a vegan and plant based, because I was both of those, but a lot of the time you can still be consuming, even though you're eating healthy food and really whole whole foods, you can still consume too many calories. And so that's, that's basically what I was doing. I was consuming too many calories and I was not progressively working out. I was not getting stronger, even though I felt like I got a good workout. So, um, those are two things that are going to help you a ton is counting macros, um, being mindful of calories. Cause when you're counting macros, you're being mindful of your calories and then hitting the gym with a plan. You know, get a logbook on Amazon. My logbook, I think it's called the workout logbook. <laughs> and that's what I use sometimes. Or I also have an Excel um, workout log, which inside of my fat loss course, I give all of my students like you have three options you can choose from from workout plans. But the one that I follow, I, I got with my coach that I work with. So you can do it either way as long as you're logging your workouts and you know what you did the time before. So you you have a plan every single time you're hitting the gym. That is going to be super, super helpful. And the third thing is that I stopped doing cardio every single day. And instead, I started strategically implementing cardio into my workouts. So you guys, I was literally doing cardio every single day. Every day, I would go for a run. Some days it was only 10 minutes. I would get home from work. Some days I would even, when I was working in corporate, I would come home on my lunch break and I would go for a run. I was obsessed. I was obsessed with burning calories and it was not a good obsession, even though you would think like, oh, wow, she's being so active and healthy. But no, it was, it, I was overdoing it. And when you are burning when you're doing so much cardio, it's like, yeah, you're burning calories, but your body adapts to the amount of exercise that you're doing. So if your goal is to lose fat and you start a fat loss phase running every single day and eating really like small amounts of food, you are going to not only like burn yourself out, but your body is going to adapt to, to doing all that. And so at some point you can't add in more exercise. You can't like spend your whole entire day just on one big jog like not only does that sound fucking horrible but it's just it's not sustainable at all so 
your body is going to adapt to the amount of exercise that you're doing. And so it's better to use cardio more of a tool in order to create a larger deficit for fat loss instead of having it part of your workout every single day. And not only that, like this brings us into the fourth thing, because I, I stopped I stopped thinking that I had to work out every single day, like that more was better. And I started focusing more on recovery and allowing my body to properly rest and recover in between my workouts, which meant that I, I stopped jogging every single day because you really need to allow enough recovery for your body to effectively build muscle and repair and recover and all of these things, which is going to help your fat loss because one of your top goals in order to lose fat is to minimize the amount of stress that's applied on your body. And so this, this goes for physical stress, mental stress, any kind of stress and guys, life is stressful, right? So this is going to be super important. And I didn't know that. And so for the longest time, I, um, I just, what I was just overdoing it and I wasn't focusing on recovery. And so as soon as I started implementing recovery days and allowing my body to get enough rest and really focusing on getting, you know, adequate sleep every single night. These things helped me lose fat so much faster than if I were to work out every single day and hit the, the, do the treadmill every single day or go for a run every single day like I was doing. So that was actually limiting my success. So as soon as I just kind of took some of that um, like physical stress off of my body, I started actually losing weight. And I know it sounds super counterintuitive, but it, it helped me a ton and it's going to help you. And it's also going to help you manage your blood sugars a lot better because as you know, stress is really not very good for our blood sugars. Stress is a killer. Like for anything. So just eliminating the amount of stress that's applied on your body is going to be huge. It was for me because when you are dieting to lose fat, your body's already going to be under a lot of stress. So it's really important to look at all of these aspects and really make sure that you're getting enough recovery and that you're not overtraining or overreaching at all. The fifth thing that I started doing that was probably the most challenging, but one of the most effective was I really focused on my mindset and I started learning to be okay with eating more food and implementing more rest days. And I stopped stressing about if I was going to, if what I was doing was going to help me lose weight. And I started just trusting the process. And the reason why this was so hard for me to do was because for the longest time I was stuck in this mindset of eating less food was going to be better and doing more exercise was going to be better. And so as soon as I started kind of thinking, like trying to implement the opposite, because I knew that that's what was going to help me. It was hard. It was really hard because I was already eating little food and I was exercising a lot and none of it was working. So I was like, what? I have to eat more food? Like, how does that even make sense? So it was really hard for me at first. I remember my boyfriend giving me my macros like the very first time because he's really he like he's been into fitness for a long time so he um was he was really helpful but I remember looking at them and just being like there's no way that I can eat this much food like I was stuck in the mindset of 
you got to eat 1,200 calories every single day. And he gave me my macros for fat loss and it was like 1,600 calories. And I was like, hell no, I'm not going to be eating that. But and, and it sounds counterintuitive, but it's one of the, the biggest things that helped me achieve my goals because as soon as you can just let go of your fear around fat loss and whether something's going to work or not, once you can let go of that fear and just start trusting the process and, and, and being like, I don't know if this is going to work, but I know that this is going to like, this is something I haven't done before and this is what I'm I'm being told to do or you know sometimes it it helps when you can find a guide who's done it before and you really trust them like I really trust my coach and so he'll tell me to do something and I'll be like I don't know but I'm gonna do it anyways and it always works out so it's just finding that person sometimes who's one step ahead of you who's done it before and knows what they're doing and even though you're like I don't know you just do it anyways and you're like holy shit like that fucking worked. So that was one of the biggest things for me because I think my mindset was just so, so limited. And it's because I had never, I had never not stressed about my food. I had never, I had never like done this before. So I I had I didn't have any proof that it was going to work for me, you know. For the longest time I was so restrictive and so that was one of the biggest challenges but one of the most rewarding because your overall mindset is going to play a big role in your overall success because when you are eating more food or when you're weighing yourself and maybe some days the scale doesn't show a number that you like your immediate reaction is okay I'm gonna just eat less food but when you do that you're gonna be limiting your overall success because when you're losing fat the right way there's a process to it and so it's important that you just try to let go and just trust because that is how you are going to get to the finish line so much faster and not only get to the finish line but you're going to be able to maintain your fat loss goals in the long term so you know successful fat loss takes a while it's not something that's going to happen overnight but you're going to get there and if you're doing it the right way and you're just really trusting the process then you are going to be rewarded in the end so that is something that you can apply and you can work on applying because it's it's not easy all the time for everyone doesn't happen overnight but if you're consistently applying it just like with everything else with your nutrition and all of that it's the same like if you're consistent and and focusing on your mindset you are going to keep building it and then eventually you will be like wow I'm a whole new person with a whole new body you know like that's that's just kind of the truth to it and the last thing that really helped me achieve my fat loss goal which really really kind of piggybacks to what we just talked about with mindset is time. I stopped giving myself these absurd timelines to reach my fat loss goal and I started being patient. So before I would say, okay, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in a month and I'm going to look my best before summertime. I'm going to fit into this bikini and I'm going to look amazing. And so I would hit the gym and I would start restricting food and I would do all of these things and a month would go by and I would be in the exact same place and I was like, fuck, like this isn't working. And so what I'm going to say to you, if you've ever found yourself in the same place is it's, it's going to take a lot longer than four, 
four weeks, then a month. And in four weeks, if you're doing everything right in four weeks from now, you you can notice some progress. But I would give yourself, instead of saying, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in a month, say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in a year. And I know that sounds like a really long time, but it doesn't mean that within that year, you're not going to lose a lot of weight. And you're, you're probably going to look like you've lost 30 pounds because if you're doing it properly and you're strength training, you're going to have a lot of muscle too. And so the scale isn't going to always tell the whole story. So never base your all of your progress on the scale alone. But I would give yourself more of like just a larger timeline because in my experience working with my clients, sometimes it can take at least 12 weeks until you actually look in the mirror and you're like, wow, I look different, you know, and that's three months of being very consistent with your diet and your nutrition and doing all of the steps properly. And so I would really focus on um, just allowing a longer timeline and then just being okay with that and not not stressing about it, you know, because it, if successful fat loss does take a long time, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to get there. And sure, you can lose 20 pounds in a month, but that's not going to be sustainable and you're probably going to gain it all back right after. So if you want to keep it off in the long run and like I know this because this is what happened to me so many times before where I would lose a ton of weight and then I would gain it all back and it was just this cycle that really sucked. And so how I lost 20 pounds and kept it off was it, it took it took a year for me to actually say like, yeah, I did it, you know, and I felt good in my skin. And it doesn't mean like, I think in four months, I there was a big difference, but the scale didn't show a huge difference. But I looked a lot different in four months. But in a year, that's when I can when I look back, I'm like, yeah, it took a good year for me to for the scale to show a 20 pound difference. And for my, like, I actually had abs, you know, like that kind of thing. So it doesn't mean you're not going to look different, but if you're doing it the right way, then I would give yourself a much longer timeline. And you can also set short timelines within that year. Like say, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds in three months and maybe you'll lose 10 pounds depending on how much weight you have to lose. Maybe you'll lose six pounds, but it'll look like you've lost 15 pounds, you know, but just setting like shorter timeline goals and then that can help you stay motivated along the way. But definitely don't think that you can lose 20 pounds in one month and then actually be able to keep that weight off in the long term because there's so much that goes into the process and it's not necessarily complicated but there are some key steps and so if you're doing it properly and you're doing it the right way and you're motivated to keep it off for good and not gain all of the weight back plus more then just really give yourself a little bit longer of a timeline and and guys a year goes by fast I know you know that too so um that's that's the one thing, another thing that really helped me lose weight and not just lose weight, but actually keep it off for good is just knowing that it's going to take some time and then being patient and consistent. Those are really in a nutshell. Those are the key steps that helped me lose 20 pounds and keep the fat off. And those are things that you could start applying in your life right now so that you can do the same. And really, I, I feel like we often make fat loss a lot more complicated than it actually is because when it comes to fat loss, it really comes down to science and 
you really want to be burning more calories than you consume on a daily basis. So no matter if you're type 1 diabetic or not, no matter how many times you've tried to lose fat in the past, you can do it. And sometimes having a little bit of guidance is helpful. When I first started, I had my boyfriend who helped guide me until I started looking for for other guidance and I started researching like how to how to effectively manage my type 1 around everything and all of that so it did take some time but it doesn't matter how many times you've tried to lose fat and how many times you failed there's there's still some some basic things that you can focus on that will help you start losing fat and it's really it, it, like it's it's not easy to lose fat but the whole science and the process behind it is really not complicated so i just wanted to say that because for so long i always made it a lot more complicated than it is and you can totally figure out all of this stuff on your own and learn how to lose fat and start losing fat it doesn't take it doesn't take brain it's not like brain surgery or anything to figure it out it just takes time to find the right research and the right resources to help you do it the right way and that is something that you can totally figure out on your own if you want to and if you don't really want to spend the time researching and figuring out how to do it yourself like I did, it does take a bit of time. If you're the kind of person who just wants to know the steps right away and get your get achieve your results a lot faster than putting in the work to figure it out on your own, that's why I created my Fat Loss for Type 1s course because it's everything that I've learned trying to lose fat with type 1 diabetes and everything that I, like anytime that I work with my clients one-on-one, -on -one, these are the steps that I use to this day. Anytime I want to lose fat, these are the core steps and the key steps that will help you get there a lot faster without all of the, the time it takes to research everything on your own. And so if you want to join my free masterclass, the three key steps to losing fat with type 1 diabetes, there will be three things that will help you get started. And if you sign up for the masterclass, I, it's a live class, so I will be there and I'm offering a special bonus for anyone who um, decides to sign up for my Fat Loss for Type 1s course. There's a special bonus that you will receive on the masterclass if you're there with me live. So when you do go to sign up for the course, you will receive that bonus as well. And I'm super excited to share that with you. So if you are wanting to sign up, just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash masterclass, and then that will save your seat to my masterclass. And on the masterclass, there's a free bonus there to, um, that you'll get if you decide to sign up for my Fat Loss for Type 1s course, which I'll be telling you all of the details about at the end of the masterclass. And if you're not interested in joining the my Fat Loss for Type 1s course, but you do wanna join the masterclass and learn the key steps to lose fat, there are no obligations. So you can totally jump on and we will be, I'll be giving you a detailed step-by-step -step of everything and um, teaching you the three key steps to losing fat with type 1 diabetes. And then if you decide that you want to continue your journey and join the program, because it is the last time that we are launching before, I don't, I think we'll launch again in 2020, but I have no idea when. when. <laughs> so if you have been thinking about it, then this will be your chance to 
join and get a bonus at the same time. And um, okay, so I want to just quickly break down what we just talked about and give you some actionable steps that you can take away today so that you can lose 20 pounds like I did and keep it off if that is one of your goals. Or maybe you just want to lose 10 pounds or whatever it is, these steps will help you get there. So the first thing is, and grab a pen or a piece of paper if you're not driving right now and you have time to scribble down these steps, or you can um, just listen to this part again when you have time. So the very first thing is figure out how many calories your body needs to lose weight and if it is a number that seems a lot higher than you think it should be, don't stress about it. Like, like I said, you just have to trust the process and just know that when it comes to fat loss, first of all, you want your body, you want your metabolism to be strong so that you can lose more fat over a prolonged period of time. So if your calories are a little bit higher than you think they should be, don't worry about it. And I'm, I'm just saying that because I used to stress about that a lot because I was used to eating way little. But if you start eating too little calories right off the bat, you're going to limit your, you're, you're going to limit your success over time. So just trust me on this. And then number two is decide how many days you can work out and find a progressive strength training program that matches that. So that matches the number of days that you can commit to working out. And if you decide to join my Fat Loss for Type 1s course, there's three different programs that you can choose from. But if not, just make sure that the program that you are following is a progressive strength training program. And there's a lot of different programs out there. Some of them you can find for free. Some of them you have to pay for. But just just remember that it's the progressive strength training program that's going to get you the results that you want and help you lose the most fat. And then the third step is cut back on cardio. If you're doing a ton of cardio right now, cut it back. Maybe even don't do any for a couple of weeks. If you're doing a lot like I was, just cut your cardio back and use cardio as a tool to create a larger deficit for fat loss instead of using it as just, um, just a, just your workout, you know? So use it as a tool instead of just your workout. And then the fourth thing is to really just schedule rest days and make sure that you're getting proper recovery and limiting the amount of stress that's applied on your body. And then the fifth thing is your mindset. And you just got to trust me on this because everything that you're doing, if you're following the, these steps they are going to help you get to the finish line a lot faster. So you just just focus on your mindset and just really letting go of those fears around your how your body is going to look or what you've done in the past that hasn't worked. Just let that go and just learn to trust the process. And I know it's hard, but you can get there. You can do it. And then the last actionable step to take away today, number six, is give yourself a goal that's doable, but stop thinking that you're going to reach your goal in a month because if you're doing it right and you're giving yourself longer, maybe even a year from now, then you are going to set yourself up for success and that way you will not gain all of the weight back right after because that is just a vicious cycle and that is what you're trying to avoid. You're trying to set yourself up for success in the long term and not only lose all of the fat, but actually keep it off and never gain it back. I hope that 
you took something away from this episode today that's going to help you along your fat loss journey. And if you didn't know any of these key things before, then I assure you that applying any of them is going to help you a ton. And it helped me lose 20 pounds. And so I know that it will help you lose fat as well. And if you liked this episode and you feel called to do so, please give me a five-star review and subscribe to this podcast because we have some fun episodes and some bonus content coming up pretty soon. So I don't want you to miss out on it. And that way you will be up to date with all of the stuff we have coming up. And if you are wanting to join the masterclass again, one last time, the link to save your seat is diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash masterclass. I'll see you same time next week. Have a fabulous day.